0: all yeah. these things yeah. like crazy come yeah, together yeah. Yeah. and then it was you get your certification which we had no doubt would be the case. Like wine school is hard. Oh, it doesn't well, seem like well, it's a no, joke. No it's
1: hard like Monday through Friday 9 to
0: 5
1: wine school. 20-30 wines a day spitting you have to sign a waiver spitting not consuming because you'll be schnockered and you got to drive home. <laughs> But sometimes you put a wine in your mouth in this classroom setting and you're like, literally my body will not let me expect this wine. So our podcast producer Catherine, aka Katie, suggested that pretty early on in releasing these episodes to all of you, that we have someone interview me, Uh, being fully aware that a lot of you don't know who I am or anything about me or why you should even listen to me. So I saw the importance of that, and in deciding who should do the interviewing, I landed on a very longtime friend of mine, Steve Tin, who lives in Orlando. And as you'll hear in the interview, Steve and I worked together for a long time, He and his wife are some of my most favorite people on the planet besides my own family. And Steve has really had a front row seat to this very interesting uh, last two decades that have led me to wine country and studying wine and making wine and, and sharing it with all of you. So we tried something different and we actually record this interview in a restaurant. In fact, one of our favorite restaurants that we used to frequent all the time called Dragonfly Orlando. I'll actually put the link in the show notes so you can check it out. And uh, so you'll hear us literally ordering and eating and (laughs) chewing. I hope it's not too much. But what I really liked about this format, it was just very natural. And we're just sort of giving you a listen in at our dinner table. And uh, I think the fun is that you get to hear what we order and what we pair Um, and, uh, we cover a lot of ground, so listen in as he, uh, uncovers kind of my motivation for moving to California, how Michael and I were able to make the leap and start our own wine brand, and you'll even hear about how he was the very person to help us name our wine coincidentally at that very same restaurant where we record this. Um, We're sitting in a high-top table just uh, inside the front door, Um, so if you've been to this restaurant or if you have a chance to go to Dragonfly on Sand Lake Road in Orlando, it's this cool little niche that's sort of adjacent to the bar. It has a big red velvet curtain, (laughs) and so um, it's a special spot. We've had a lot of great meals there, and I hope you'll enjoy the laughter, a little bit of tears, not too much, a lot of sushi. And a lot of great wine, so here we go.
0: I think you got about five minutes left on happy hour if there's anything yeah. that uh, jumps out at you.
1: I might just have a glass of white wine.
0: Ah, yeah, I might do the Ginger Ninja.
1: Because you are.
0: Well, one <laughs> wrong
1: Because you are.
0: Because <laughs> I am.
1: Ginger. And then what do you feel like eating tonight?
0: I totally right, think from happy hour, gyoza.
1: Ooh, yeah, yeah. Let's do the robotas, the little skewers. Yeah. yeah. You're in luck, we have the ash. You do? You do. <laughs> and ash, yes, and Noir? yes. 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 thank you. Okay. And then I think we want something before that, right? Are we still in happy hour? You are until seven
0: o'clock. Okay. Five minutes.
1: I'm gonna have a glass of the Terra Noble. Sauvignon Blanc from Chile for $6 a glass. Let
0: me do the ginger ninja, please. Excellent. And then I think we want to do porchiosa. Yes. Robata breast or thigh? Thigh. Thigh.
1: Sounds like though. you just asked me a
0: dirty question. <laughs> oh, I, I, I probably wasn't the best choice of words. <laughs> yeah.
1: Luckily I knew what he meant. Yeah. Chicken thigh, I did always start with thigh. robot.
0: I did start I with robot. Know. Know. Yeah, so yeah. would
1: you like the, uh, pan or deep Uh, pan? Pan. Pan. Okay. Yeah, I want everything on this menu, but I gotta, like, taste myself.
0: <laughs> the left side, please.
1: We're not usually here with just two people. We're usually sure. here with many.
0: It's true. So. You're right. You're right. I'm sure people are gonna want to know about, you know, your humble beginnings. <laughs>
1: My humble Jersey beginning.
0: No, but your family. Yeah, that we need to know, because they're cool.
1: They are cool. They're just cool people. They're cool. Um, Grew up in the suburbs of central New Jersey. One of three daughters. Mom and dad, I don't know if you know this, they met working in the Empire State Building in the late 60s. My dad was in sales in the garment industry. My mom was, we would call it an admin now, but back then it was truly a secretary. Okay. Like very mad men is what I envision, because I think they were all smoking. And they worked in the same office. And they met and got married in 71. They just celebrated 52 years of marriage.
0: Ah, uh, 52 yeah. years, yeah. that's as old as I After
1: getting married, they moved from Flushing, New York, out to New Jersey, and that's where I grew up, all the way through high school. I'm the middle of three girls. You know this, because you know my sisters. I'm very much the middle of three girls. (laughs) Yeah,
0: you are, yeah, yeah.
1: There's definitely a common thread between us, physically, right, expression-wise, but we are also very different, and I am very much in the middle. And we are a close, tight-knit family. Yeah. Dad's Italian, mom's everything but but raised in a very Italian household with all his side of the family from New York. So all the holidays are my big fat Italian family. (laughs) You've experienced a little bit of that and really just a wonderful supportive family and childhood, I miss them, but I don't go very long without seeing them. With me living in California, my younger sister's in Southern California. My older sister and her family are 20 minutes from my parents so she's clearly the favorite and she made them three wonderful grandbabies.
0: She did make them grandparents.
1: And they're just good people.
0: I know your parents. I absolutely love them. You know that Um, your sisters are freaking hysterical, (laughs) just like you.
1: Well, they love you. They all love you. You're basically our honorary brother and your wife is our honorary sister.
0: But, uh, Even though you
1: don't look like us.
0: At all. <laughs> at all. I'm, I'm, I'm on your mom's side.
1: Yeah, the the, everything, the, but everything but Italian. The English, Irish, French, right. German. Right. Whatever,
0: yeah, just whatever else is out there. But uh, you you had said supportive, and I yeah. think that's one of the things that has always kind of stood out for me about your, your entire family, right? Because, let's face it, you've had this crazy cool journey, you know, from... Yeah college to to where you are today so like what is their support meant to you over all these years
1: it has been crazy i mean even when i was in high school i was a classically trained ballet dancer but i also wanted to be in marching band and i also wanted to play softball and when i was younger i also wanted to play soccer still me today i want to do all the things and touch all all the the things and i don't want to be left out they were supportive of the logistics of that, like, okay, let's go from soccer practice to ballet practice, change your clothes in the back of the car, here's a snack. But more recently, as an adult, supportive of like, okay, I'm in college and I'm pre-vet and I want to go to vet school, but, oh, Disney came to campus and now I want to do this internship, so I'm going to go to Orlando, where I've only been one other time in my life on one family vacation, and I'm going to live there for six months and swim with dolphins and manatees, and they're like...
0: Let me just go pause for there for a second. <laughs> I'm just going to go swim with manatee and yeah. dolphins. Like, yeah. How
1: freaking cool is Yeah, that? I was studying environmental science, and Disney had this marine mammal internship at Epcot, and I literally was scuba diving. And at the end of that internship, I had one year of college up at Rutgers. And I was supposed to go back and then start applying to vet school or med school. I kept going back and forth, and I was like, um, nope, I want to go back to Disney. So graduated in nineteen ninety eight, which was the year that Animal Kingdom had opened and was hired back full time to, uh, to be uh Nata to be an animal trainer and that started the fifteen year Disney journey in Orlando, which is where I met you. We got away from your question there, which was the the family being supportive. Yeah, so yeah. it was like, Okay, I'm gonna move to Orlando and be a pooper scooper at Animal Kingdom. Dream come true. Go for it. Yeah. <laughs> and then I was like, Oh, but now there's a thing where I can be in training and I can teach this orientation program called trad- Traditions at the Disney University. Go for it. Oh, but now I'm going to work in the Magic Kingdom and I'm working guest service and Oh, then I'm going to work for Disney Vacation Club. You know, it's like so no matter is, what I is wanted the to trend, do,
0: right? all the things. Yeah, all the things.
1: And they were always very supportive of explore check the things off the list that you don't want to do. That's always been a really good life lesson that they supported. Like, okay, two years in of shoveling poop, I was like, I don't think I want to do this. I don't want to do another, this is a hedgehog presentation. It's like, okay, you can check that off the list. What do you want to do next? And they've always been very supportive, even up to 11 years ago, leaving Orlando, leaving Disney that I love and saying, oh, I'm I'm getting a divorce and I'm moving to California by myself and I'm going to learn how to make wine. there we're like, all right, let us help you. What do you need? So they've always been very supportive, which is why I've been able to do what I've been able to
0: do. It's so huge, right? That whole support thing. I I think there are many people that have that, but I I think in this particular, there's just something really beautiful about that. Knowing that you have that help really you can do anything yeah right it's so true
1: having that support system and you know over the years people are like god that's so brave that's that you're able to do that and I'm like at the time I didn't even think of it like oh I'm being so brave like it was just this is what I need to do and there wasn't really fear in doing it because my mom would always say go you can always come back she always used to say Because I worked at TGI Fridays in um, college. She'd say, you can always come home and work at Fridays.
0: It's right there. It's not going anywhere.
1: (laughs) So it was like, the window was always open, but it was like, go and try and do, and you can always come back.
0: All right, so you make this decision. Here you are, Disney. And we end up meeting in an interview for college recruiting. To be a
1: college recruiter for the Disney College Program. You were on the interview panel,
0: which was so awesome. It was and like two thousand
1: two, two thousand two. Yeah, I think
0: you're right. Yeah, I think you're right. Yeah, because we're about twenty, twenty-one years.
1: Yeah,
0: our relationship's old enough to oh. drink. <laughs>
1: Well, we've done a lot of that (laughs) in its in its lifetime.
0: I remember that interview. There's a there's a couple of interviews that really stood out to me during that time frame. Yours was was one of them, and I and I just remember you leaving the interview, us you know thanking you, and and I remember just going, "Gosh, it's just like a ray of light, like a ray of sunshine." Oh, I don't think you ever told me that. Yes, thank you.
1: Oh, beautiful little Sauvignon Blanc from Chile. Cheers, Fred. Thanks for meeting me on a school night. Thanks
0: for making time. Mm.
1: Hello, Chile. Ooh, that's yummy. Feel free to try that. That'll pair nicely with your salmon hand Mm. roll that's sitting on the table. I
0: remember saying that. Like, God, she's going to be great you know, out there Thank recruiting you. and could just see you up on stage and doing all the things. But I think one of those things that just really stood out oh, to, to me it. is that yeah, oh, even right. though they are all the things um, you want um, to do, knowing your journey, it's almost like everything that you did led you to where you are today. So talk a, talk a little bit about that, right, because I'm sure that wasn't the plan initially. Right. Oh, I'm gonna make uh, I don't mine. know what the plan was. Right. Yeah, exactly. The <laughs> like, plan like... has
1: changed so many times in life. Oh. Crispy Come on. pork gyoza. Delicious. You know what I like about these? Because I love gyoza and I get them wherever we go. Me too. Sometimes yeah. they're really big and really dense.
0: Yeah. And it's just and like this. a
1: bomb. And this has a nice little crunch. Nice little microgreens on the top. Yum. Um. Take a sip of that. Sauvignon Blanc. Pair that with your fiosa. It's pretty awesome together. Yeah. I was with some friends last night at Epcot Food and Wine Festival, uh, okay. and we were in Italy in Epcot, and we sat down in like a, a wine bar and ordered the board and some beautiful uh, Montepulciano Italian wine. And the guys that I was with like wine, and, but one or two of them very admittedly was like, I know white and I know red. <laughs> He's like, teach me. And the cheese board had this beautiful pecorino, mm. which is a sheep's milk, very salty cheese, right? Salty, that saltier than Pramchang. And the Montpucciano, which is a red, kind of earthy, Italian wine. I said take a sip of this wine you know swirl around taste it so take a, take a bite of the cheese super salty right kind of sharp angular you feel that salt take another sip of the wine and Brad was like, oh. oh, he goes, it's like ratatouille, which is one of my favorite scenes. And yeah. I talk about this in Boon wine pairing where you have that animation of like the fireworks and the jazz and the colors. And I was like, you're welcome.
0: <laughs> I love it. You do open up a lot of people's eyes, right? Because you know the pairings. That's why I always say, it's a, you know, people ask like how you're doing and. What are you up to? And what does she love about being out there? I said, you know, I feel like every time I talk to Nikki, discovering something new, a new a new way to cook something, a new way to pair something, a new winery. and new, new. I love
1: it so much. I love helping people find those little light bulbs where they're trying something yeah. and like paying attention to it. Like stop and pay attention. What is actually happening in your mouth? And people it's are like, magic. wow, I'm like, yes. This is why we get so excited yes. and compulsive about picking the right things and trying all the things, right?
0: Magic. Yeah, those There's are delicious. Magic
1: it's got like a little clubby feel tonight. It's pumping the music a little bit. So we were talking about college recruiting.
0: And we were there for what, five years, six years?
1: I was only there for two and a half, three, because you screwed all of that up by inviting an amazing woman named Cindy Novotny, did you forget about this, to come in and train our team and how to apply kind of a sales mindset to recruitment, selling our opportunity. And I remember sitting in that room with her, Cindy, who by the way also has her own podcast, which is amazing. And I was like, I need to work with this woman.
0: Yeah.
1: And it was a little conflicting because I love Disney and I didn't want to leave. But spending a couple of days with her and then talking with her, she gave me the opportunity to go and be a sales trainer for her Master Connection associates. And I was doing like multi-day sales training for Intercontinental Hotels, Ritz Carlton, Sandals was a big client of ours. That was cool. I mean, I traveled a lot in like two years, grew a lot, learned a lot. And then that's when you went over to Disney Vacation Club and you were in sales. Yep. And I think I wanted to slow down the travel a little bit. And uh, I knew you and a couple other people that were on that team. And I applied and started the Disney Vacation Club sales journey, which was seven years for me. Right, because seven that's when years you left. From, you're right. Yeah. yep, yep. yep which that was an amazing gig that we got to do together working on the Disney Cruise Line. I think I counted one time, over 30 countries that I got to visit while working on the Disney ships.
0: And drink all their wines. That's right, which was a pivotal moment. You had this like, I love wine. You know, like, I really love wine. <laughs> I remember saying, like, okay, so you love wine. This girl's a wino. Like, <laughs> what's her deal, right? <laughs> Are we ready for something?
1: Um, yes.
0: Uh, okay. I would
1: like to try that. Or the rice cake. The, yeah. Yeah. the Is yeah. it come yeah. as nigiri? It, it, you can get a nigiri or sashimi. Nigiri. Um, how many pieces in an order? Super order. Right. Okay. Let's get an order of that. Can <laughs> I also get an order of? Sake nigiri as well. I like that. Salmon. And then we'll do some rolls. Need food, yes. I need All right. I'm getting excited. But I'm used to being here with like 10 people, oh, yeah, right? Yeah, like so now that. you don't have to share with 10 people. I know, right? More for us. Good, right, right. Yeah. So would you like me to get yeah. that bottle of wine started for you too? Yeah, that'd be great. I got you over right. there. Thanks, Cynthia. You were,
0: yeah, you're like, I like wine. I like wine. And I remember we were kind of like. So, do you like just to drink it or do you want to go do something with it? Yeah. Right?
1: And I didn't know the answer to that until I went in 2008 my first trip to Napa Valley with my mom.
0: Mm.
1: Still working for Disney Vacation Club at the time. We had a sales event in Southern California. She and I rented a car. We drove up the Pacific Coast Highway to Napa Valley. I remember the concierge at the beautiful inn where we stayed, which was called the Millican Creek in Napa, beautiful place to stay. She said, do you want some suggestions of some like off the beaten path wineries to go to? And I said, absolutely. We had a driver for the day. She sent us to Trace Savoy's Winery in St. Helena. And I can picture 2008 getting out of the car onto the dirt pathway and Moose, the golden retriever, was standing there greeting us. And this tall gentleman comes out of the little tasting room house and greets us and says, hey, welcome, follow me. And he's got a bottle in one hand and two glasses in the other. And he walks us into the vineyard and he's like, try this. This is from those vines right there. And I remember that was the first time where I was like, Oh, he lives here. This is his house. And they they make this and oh, let me introduce you to Julie. Julie's the owner and the winemaker, my wife. And it was the first time where I was like, oh, this is farming. <laughs> oh this is like agriculture yeah, like you forget that right because you're used to the end product
0: Just drinking wine which the is very sexy yeah. but you
1: you don't realize and so that was the first time i saw the the business model of like our house is here we grow our vines here i mean you've been to tre Boris, you know what i'm describing right and they're like we live here we grow the grapes here the winery's here where we make it we host people here for tastings And this is how it's done. And it was just like a big old seed was planted in that moment. I want to do this. I don't know if it was that yet. Because I loved what we were doing with Disney Vacation Club, making money, working on the cruise, seeing the world. I loved it. I loved it. So the seed was planted, but it took a little while to like drip on it and multiple trips back I think three or four oh, wow. more trips back. So it took a while, but I just remember that was a big aha moment. Like, this is so cool. These people live here and they grow these vines and they crush these grapes themselves and they host the tastings and they have events and they cook for people. I was like, this is awesome. Yeah,
0: yeah I, re- I remember you coming back from that trip and just gushing about Tracy Wars. And to this day, such a big part of your story. It's huge.
1: Julie then, Julie Johnson, became a mentor for me (coughs) when I was thinking of moving out there but kind of testing the waters and wasn't quite sure. She gave me the invitation and said why don't you come out here for the harvest. Remember this was in October of 2012. We were having this conversation in early 2012 when I was out there studying at the Coloring, Coloring Institute and I wasn't sure if I was moving out there yet but she said, why don't you come help with the harvest? You can stay in our house, we'll pay you in wine, and you can get your hands dirty, and you can see if this is what you wanna do. So when I, and we, we can talk about this pivotal conversation that you and I had on the cruise, in the coffee bar, and you helping me figure out how to how to do it, but I went for like, it think like, like two to three weeks. It wasn't a job more than that with Julie. To help with the harvest. Oh, to Help with the harvest,
0: yes. Yeah. I didn't have a job.
1: Job working at Pride Mountain had not happened yet, and I just moved out there with this two-week internship where I was being paid in wine, which
0: proved to be a pretty pivotal.
1: I was just gonna say, with a mouthful of chicken thigh, pouring your thought with thighs in my mouth.
0: Thighs in my mouth, and
1: yet parents, okay. Oh, go for it. Yeah. Try it out. So See great. how it goes. So, do you need a ride to California?
0: <laughs> yeah. Right? I really don't know how we got on the topic, but I do remember the question of like I think I really want to go do this, right? I want to go feel what it's like to live in Napa for, for a little while and this, this is one of my favorite parts of your of your story because of course everything just falls into place, right? Like that. It was like... Because I make like, it fall into place. Because you
1: put it out there. Just say yes. Put it out there. It out there and say, say yes. yes. That's just... That's from having an improv yes. background, right? Just say yes. And then figure it out later. Figure it
0: when you can.
1: Just say yes. Mm-hmm.
0: So you Thanks did.
1: Sips by light. Do, you, do you know this wine? Have you had it? It's delicious, and it's. I think it's a very versatile wine. If you're gonna do it with sushi, it's light enough that it's gonna let the delicate flavors of the fish come out. But if you want something red, it'll satisfy. I've had Penrash multiple times. I've never visited there. It's on my list to go there, but they're a well-known producer. They're known for quality, but also for the price of what it is. Um, Which is why I leaned towards it when I saw it on their menu. This is
0: stunning.
1: Salmon. Did you just taste it? Okay, what do you like about it? Are you just saying that because you're on a podcast about wine?
0: (laughs) I mean, it would would make sense, but no, 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 no. I actually like the... uh, Probably not the right descriptor, but like a, a tang on the back of my tongue. I really, like, there's like, it's like fruity almost in the, in the front of the mouth, and then as it goes down. Does it turn. make you go like this? It did.
1: That's the acidity. And that's you want fresh, bright acidity in wine when you're pairing with food, especially like this fatty tuna that's very rich.
0: Yeah. Mm, that is good. And then I'm sitting at my desk. And you come to my desk and you say, "Doing a little bit of a little bit of research and um, the CIA, Culinary uh, Institute, to, right? not Central
1: Intelligence Agency.
0: Not, no, 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 no. Uh, has a, a four-week wine certification course starting
1: January, whatever, to Four. the day before right. my. I was flight. like, <laughs> of course it does. <laughs> of course it does. I am a big believer of." Whatever force you want to call it, God, Buddha, Mother Nature, the universe, like whatever people believe in, we are not in charge. We just get to accept or deny the things that are put in front of us. There is a higher something putting these things together and that was just like, okay, I'm going to wine school. Literally in the dates that I have freed up myself.
0: And then it was, you get your certification, which we had no doubt would be the case. Like
1: wine school's hard.
0: Oh, it doesn't well, seem like it's a No, joke. it's
1: hard, like Monday through Friday, nine to
0: five,
1: wine school, 20, 30 wines a day, spitting, you have to sign a waiver, spitting. Not consuming, because you'll be schnockered and you got to drive home. <laughs> but sometimes you put a wine in your mouth in this classroom setting and you're like, literally my body will not let me expectorate this wine.
0: Make it. Yeah, that was an
1: amazing education. But, you know, the first week was like sensory and smelling and tasting. It was taught by a master of wine, a master psalm, Tim Geiser. He's amazing. And then it was winemaking. A whole week was wine making the science and the chemistry and that's when the light bulb went on for me and I was like "Ooh, I really like this part. and then it was like wines of the world and geography today's Italy day tomorrow's tomorrow's Spain and then the, the last week I really enjoyed what that was the food and wine pairing taught by David Katz who's a chef in St. Helena in Napa Valley and there were so many light bulbs that happened for me during that week of learning how to find the ratatouille fireworks, what's the chemistry that that causes that to happen. Try this tuna right now and just say thank you. Put it in your mouth and then just say it. So that's tuna toro, fatty tuna. Because it's fatty tuna belly toro, right, it's got weight and richness, so this pinot, they actually, they're equals. You know, it was a super delicate white fish. The pinot might be a little heavy for it, but these guys are friends. They love each other a lot.
0: Uh, they do love each right? other, right? They do love each other. Yeah, there's a because richer
1: fish and a lighter red, and you could do it.
0: They do love each other because
1: it's about the weight. Still they're loving, still,
0: still Is loving there each other. Love
1: happening in your mouth now.
0: Still loving. <laughs> There's, Do you need me to still, leave you alone I need a this. moment. It's all good. Are you back? They're no. done. This is what I love about food. And wine. They had their moment. <clears throat> so this, so this certification becomes really, really important too because you then get connected. Right, like there was a jobs um, email list that, like, any Napa jobs. Do you or mean any for wine Pride? Country, How right? I found Pride? Right.
1: Winejobs.com. It's a thing. That was
0: amazing. First that
1: time was, having that?
0: First time. I don't even really know what I was having. So, so was crudo,
1: crudo is a general term mm-hmm. for raw. Okay. So you feel good at a restaurant, they'll be like, these are the crudos we have for today. One of them is hamachi or yellowtail. One of them is amberjack. One of them is Kobe B for carpaccio. Crudo is like a category of raw. Then this is kampachi, which is, I said amberjack, right? So it's raw, but it's got some citrus on it. And then you got these pickled onions and these lovely greens and Yum.
0: Yeah. Delicious.
1: There's, there are some rolls that were on this menu when we started coming here in 10 and 11 that are no longer on the menu, yet we love them so much we will ask. And the last couple times we've been like, oh, do you have the fire me up or whatever? And they're like, there's one guy in the kitchen still who worked here in 2011 and he knows how to make that roll, right? Still so, knows. Yeah. They can
0: do it, they will.
1: Like I do. I love Kampachi and Hamachi. All the Achis. All the I love achis. them all. All the achis. <laughs> I
0: love all the Achis.
1: All the uh, things. But, do you want to order some rolls while Cynthia's here?
0: One in particular. That Cobra Kai, you
1: still have, right? Yeah. All right, let's see, if, if, let's see the reaction on um, Fire Me Up Wasabi. Someone still know how to make it here? Look, she's looking in the kitchen to see if the person who knows how to make it is here. That's how long we've been coming here. If you can make magic with fire me up, cool. If not, we will survive. We will survive. Is there one more roll you want? Okay.
0: Do you like the beef in blue? Yeah.
1: Yes. You the still black have that? Okay. We're so oh, high. Wow. If I to guess, though, time, oh. thats fine. So we're okay. not going anywhere. I
0: feel
1: next okay. We're only at, like 2012 yeah. right now in our conversation, Set. right? We so stop. we get to Literally, but, uh, like when I said now. "fire oh. me up with she looks into the open which kitchen behind me to see if Jeremy.
0: Jeremy, (laughs) Jeremy, the the sushi chef,
1: prior to 2012,
0: if he remembers
1: how to make that flash fried roll with asparagus inside. It's got asparagus and wasabi sauce. Oh, I hope we get it. Come on, Jer.
0: We're putting it out there in the atmosphere, just like Pride Winery.
1: Ooh, nice circle back. You must be like a professional facilitator or something. How you were able to like bring it back?
0: Circle back
1: from our segue. Yeah.
0: Sometimes I really feel like I could be a pescatarian, and then I order a burger,
1: and then you order a, a black and blue roll, which yeah. is literally sushi with ribeye inside rimei. of
0: it, which is not fish at all.
1: Which, if we can get it, will be delicious with this wine as well. Where were we? Oh, Pride Mountain Jane Pride,
0: Jane Pride.
1: I go there as a guest, had an amazing time, I love every single wine. I pick the brain of my host, Jay. What's it like to work here? What's your background? He had been there at the time, maybe three or four years. He said I've never
0: worked a day in three years.
1: Okay. Wow. Put that in my back pocket.
0: Yeah. As well as his business
1: card. Go back to Orlando. Finish working on the cruise. Save as much money as possible. Work. And... We're like a squirrel. <laughs> a nut. Well, also preparing to go through a divorce at that time. So really saving as much money as possible via my own. And then when I go out to do, do the harvest in October of 2012 with Julie, that's when the job at Pride
0: was posted. I did not have
1: the Pride job when I moved out there and shipped the car again and <laughs> brought the cat on the plane with me. I only had the internship, ship and of did not have full time to offer me because they're so small which is why I looked on wine jobs and saw Pride, and then I reached back out to Jay, said, hey, I don't know if you remember me. But you posted me earlier this year, I'm the girl that works at Disney. I'm out here now and I'm looking for a job, and he said, oh, send me your resume, and just celebrated 11 years
0: working at Pride. 11 years. And this is what I'm saying, like there's just this amazing, Put it in the universe right things just fell in place meaning you are exactly where you're supposed to be and that you know as, as your friend group here right i remember saying farewell but i remember going she's she's going to be exactly where she's supposed to be I'm
1: glad you knew that because i don't know if uh, i knew that at the wasn't. time
0: it's really true it's like we knew once you went out there that's crazy that's where you would be, because that's where you're supposed to be. So let's, right, let, let's get to the good stuff, right, because... Wait, I got before we okay. go there, remember,
1: yep. pin, pin, pin remember where that. you're going, facilitator. Because yep. I have to say, during that time of figuring it all out, you, you being the, the sounding board and the think partner, as I call you now, and the friend, the amount of lunches that we had at Chevy's, <laughs> or at Taratoga, where our office was, we had so many lunches, and then on the cruise, Where you were just so supportive in helping me think through these things and figure them out, I I value that just as much as my family. And I'm not saying that because we have microphone time.
0: Well, I appreciate. I appreciate. I mean. I get a little emotional.
1: (laughs) Just in time. Okay, good.
0: Excellent.
1: Thank you. On all all fronts. She came at the just the right time. Thank you. She saw joy falling out of my face right at that moment. As I was telling you how much I appreciate you as a friend through this crazy journey. So even to do this tonight, even to do like, Hey, will you interview me? You're like, okay. I'm like, at Dragonfly, you're like, really yeah. okay? Yeah,
0: Absolutely.
1: So, affirmation on both the expired yes. legacy, yes, you're the get legacy it all. roles, Fire Me Up and it Black it and Blue, yep. damn.
0: <laughs> Woo. All you gotta do is ask. Jeremy, Jer- thank, you. thank you, Jeremy. Way to go, He's Bob. the
1: oldest chef in that kitchen. He's yeah. old, he has glasses on like a- us. <laughs>
0: He's not gonna
1: make right. Jeremy can't even see the asparagus.
0: You <laughs> are getting I Are you be okay beans. with that? Yeah, you're getting are they to pure
1: ingredients? Because I'm fine <laughs> yeah, with that. Yeah. Just fry them. I'm
0: just letting you know. It's crazy. <laughs>
1: <beans>. Oh, Jeremy.
0: <laughs> Thanks for trying, yeah. Jer.
1: We'll see how it comes out.
0: That's right. But That's right. Our
1: wish was granted. So, double shout out to Dragon. Right. We put so, a pin in something because I was being oof. schmaltzy. I'm sorry.
0: So, when were you like, here. All right, it's it's time to do what I really came out here to do, which is to make my own wine.
1: About a year and a half in, my leader Tim at Pride had vines in his backyard. This okay. is and I told him I wanted to start making wine at home on a small scale, like garage winemaking, garagista, that we call it. And he brought me a 50-gallon Rubbermaid gray garbage can full of Grenache grapes from his backyard in 2014 and I put it in my car and drove it home and crushed them with my hands and made my first rosé of Grenache at home in my house in 10 gallon glass carboys and siphoning it with my mouth and all that stuff. So I started doing it just rustically, practicing on a very small scale pretty quickly, 2014. I met Michael on Tinder, woo woo, thanks Tinder, in 2014. I moved in with him in 2015. And we continued then together in 2015 making wine at the house. Uh We made about eight cases of wine in 2015. So that was all just unofficial, like home line making
0: Yeah. But dipping dip your toes in the whole yeah. process of it, right? yeah, oh there it is. Cobra
1: Kai, thank you. Thank
0: you so much. What, piece, what do you the love thing. so
1: much about this
0: role? I got what it is really for me is the lemon.
1: It does have lemon,
0: Yeah, which I know a lot of people would be like, uh, it has it's, salmon, which I love anyway. It has bals- something about salmon. The lemon.
1: These look like breadcrumbs. We call this one like the Italian sushi roll, right? Because it's like balsamic and pesto.
0: I just call it delicious. It really, that good. it really is. just that good. This is your wife's
1: favorite. I'm gonna bring her one to go. Oh, yeah. Yeah, be better.
0: Oh. Tell
1: Jerry to get it going now. Jerry. Jerry. Oh my gosh. Jerry. I'll be right back, my dear. And you got one more black and blue coming, okay? Are we the only people that order this? Um, yes. Thank you. Now the people at the table next to me. They're like, what, They're like, what is there? that? Oh, it has, yep, there's the asparagus.
0: Like you remember? There it is, blue cheese dressing. Come on.
1: I might be crying. Like,
0: you're a joy food. junkie. I am a joy junkie.
1: I would be the name of the podcast step it was taken. <laughs> food brings me so much joy. And that's how I knew and wine, of course, and them together. That's how I knew that's what I needed to be doing, Mm -hmm. not just for myself, but creating it and sharing it with other people and giving them those moments so that they could have that
0: too. Uh, The good thing about food and wine is it brings people together. All right. Let me
1: go in for this black and blue roll with spinach, Uh, ribeye, blue cheese. You should see his face. What is happening? So you just had a bite of the black and blue roll and then a sip of your Pinot Noir and what happened? There's some spice in there. I forgot about that. I like it. The spice can be a little tricky with wine. It can shut it down, but
0: not, not this one, not Mr. Ash.
1: No, it just kind of puts out the fire. It a
0: little bit, right?
1: Coats your mouth with a nice hug, and is like, "Hey, you, take another bite." And you're like, "Okay, I'll
0: have another bite." Don't mind if I do. You're doing this kind of at home, test ah. and adjust, mm-hmm. right? Making sure that you're kind of getting your process down a little bit. Mm-hmm. Michael's all in. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Which we love Michael because
1: <clears throat> my tender said myself wine. He's like, I'm
0: in. I'm in. I like it And I do love the fact that he's also supportive of this whole journey and when you're watching you on social media You're very good about Here's what I'm doing. Here's where we are. We just did the harvest. We're doing the testing work And I love sharing that, the right? journey because yeah. I feel like I, we do we, we honestly feel like we're along for the ride Thank I love you. that That's the goal. But you do realize, right, if you're paying attention, you do realize, like, this isn't for the faint of heart. Like, there's a lot of love, there's a lot of dedication, there's a lot of. In the process adverse. of making wine? Yeah, there's, yeah. A, there's a lot that goes into it. And I, I really do love that fact that Michael was all it.
1: At some point, then I'm already living there and working at Pride, and I'm doing the winemaking certificate at Davis, and I told Julie Johnson at Trace the Boris. Hey, we've been making wine at home, but we're thinking of it to the next level and doing that custom crush, right, which is where you make wine at someone else's facility because you don't have a vineyard and you don't have a multi-million dollar winery. And she said, and I can't tell you when this was, but I can picture it, where she was standing and where I was standing, and she said if you don't make your wine here, we will be offended. And so then we knew we had that invitation to go to the next level where we're purchasing at a, a half a ton or a full ton at a time and make it there under her bonded license and get our brand started. So that is how that barrier to entry came down because we had that invitation from her.
0: Have you always been, I don't know if I've ever asked you this, but have you always been like relationship based. So we both know working here for as long as we have, you get things done through relationships. Have people. you always yes. been that way? Always. Yes.
1: Because if I think of everything that we're doing now with the wine, with Solovato, our wine, the place to make it, the grapes that we buy, the labels, the branding, Hobie and Justin at Sense Point, right? That is all from relationships, uh, that those doors have opened. And we're so grateful for that, but it's absolutely.
0: I know how your Florida contingent reacted to your wine. You know, we all, oh, wow. it's so
1: good, it's so good. You had no choice. I'm talking with a mouthful, of black and blue. I said, you had no choice. You had wow. to be like that wow. as my friends here. You, you, you can say
0: that, but I think by the volume of wines I bought, Yes, we, 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 we're fans. We're fans. But all that said, though, you know, in that community, when you are introducing your wine for the first time, the first bottle. About of bottle. Of uh, uh, it's like, what was it like watching somebody it's open the bottle or tasting it for the first time? And I would imagine you're kind of on the edge of your seat totally. a little bit. And yeah. yeah.
1: Now that yeah. we are in our second vintage that we've been selling, when I get text messages or tagged and they're saying, oh, it's our anniversary and we opened this tonight and this is the food we had it with, I'm like, and that's why I do it. Because that little bit of joy is on your table that I. I touched and put uh, yeah, there, but yeah, it's nerve-wracking because you're like, I think it's good, but the other reinforcement is when people have bought it
0: and then they reorder more. You're like, okay,
1: all right, they actually like, they were not just being supportive. Yeah, it's really good, and it, it's really good because it's beautiful fruit, right? That's the whole thing. Start with good fruit, good farming. So. The fact that we have this relationship, there it is again, with this grower, Joe Ramazzotti. We are in their wine club in Sonoma County because they make Sangiovese and Barbera and all these different Italian grapes. That's eventually how we were able to purchase from him and it took a couple of years but we worked on him and eventually he agreed to sell us a half a ton in 2019 which is where the first vintage of Solovato
0: so 2017 most most people might remember um, Northern California was hit with some pretty bad pretty bad that's that doesn't even scratch it's horrific wildfires to which Norton's and Michaels Home were affected. And uh, again, I think the outpouring of support from the community in Northern California, I think um, that really. Spoke to you both in a lot of different ways, and 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 the reason why I bring this up is because uh, I want to talk a little bit about where you were going naming your wine. Mm -hmm. So what were you thinking originally for your wine? For the names? Yeah.
1: Yeah. So in October of 17, that's when we lost our home and the entire neighborhood. Coffee Park in Santa Rosa, 1,400 houses in one night. So then we're rebuilding in 2018, moving back in spring of 19 into a new home in the same place. And then that fall of 19 is when we make the first vintage of one. the wine was already picked, fermented, and in the barrel, and and like parents had dragged their feet, naming their child in the hospital. <laughs> this wine did not have a name or anything for almost a year, because we knew it was going to be in the barrel for almost two years. And then it was like, okay, we need to figure out this name. And so, because we were just on the heels of the fire, we were looking at all these, like, from the Ashes, The Phoenix, like, it's hard to pick a name for a wine, A, because there's so many wines, so many things are taken, and B, just, I knew I wanted something in Italian. Yeah,
0: yeah, yeah.
1: So we would put all these things into Google Translate, like, From the Ashes, and it was like, Della Fatale, da 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 and I was like... That, first of all, won't sit on the label. (laughs) Second of all, people are going to butcher that. Not
0: rolling off the tongue.
1: Not rolling off the tongue. <laughs> so, Lupin, you at this point, and all of our friends, as we're trying to figure out the name, and we had landed on one name that we really liked. Our good friends Hobie and Justin from Sense Point had done all these brainstorming sessions with us, and they knew what the essence of who we are, and we wanted an Italian, and we had landed on Tualuce, which was the first name, light, your light. And then we filed for the trademark and the attorney's like, eh, there's one winery in Italian that's like a little too close. You might have to fight it. And I was like, why are we going to start this already uphill business with an uphill battle for the name? We weren't that married to it. So then I think at this point, I was here in 2021, coming to Disney with my sisters, sitting At this very restaurant, at this very table where you and I are sitting tonight with you and Jen and my sister and my brother-in-law and some of our good friends. And we were talking about, oh, we had the name, but we lost it. And now we have to start over. And you're sitting literally where you are sitting in my eyesight right now. And you're on your phone, like Googling something. Well, So
0: you were so good. You are like, I need help and so while we're here tonight can we can we brainstorm a bit right can you that
1: sounds like something I was... so
0: you were kind enough to involve us in help me hey.
1: kind enough like you had a choice hey support group I need you yeah, yeah, I let's need go you. let's do this here's what we need
0: but I remember you asking I'd love it to be Italian right like that's important to me and then I remember some of these ideas that you were hearing and so I remember sitting there going, oh my gosh, all right, so let me, let me, let me, let me think about it, let me think about it. <laughs> and one of the things that I've always said about you, and Michael plays into this as well, when I think about you all, and when I walk away from you, from the interaction, from the fun time that we had wherever it ends up being that we're at
1: often at a dinner table
0: often at a dinner table with (laughs) wine i mean there's this feeling which i always think is so because you don't get this all the time from everybody right and I, i walk away from from those times and those experiences not only with great memories but i walk away feeling uplifted right and that was the part where i was like you know you're going through this tough time and you You're trying to name your wine, but what you're saying is like, all of you were our light, right? Like, this is an ode to all of this. And I was like, no, she fully realizes that in so many ways, you're our light, right? Like you, you just, we leave you feeling
1: that. That's the best compliment I've ever received in my well, life. it's
0: it's fact, right? <laughs> it's total fact. fact. But I remember. So to your point of like <laughs> Google Translate, so you're back to the phone, and I'm like, please be good, please don't be a mouthful. Right? So people are still sharing what they think, right? And it pops up, solavato, and I was like, oh my oh god, I that word, right? Like he's, he's, he's so sorry. And it
1: rolls yeah. off the tongue.
0: And I said, you don't have to make any decision now, but
1: here's what it sounds but like. But Michael funny. was not here at the table on not. this trip to Orlando. Yeah,
0: so you had not talked about it. So
1: then we FaceTimed him okay. yep. from this table. Yeah. And I said, hey, I'm here with Steve, and David. Steve found a name, and I really like it. I want to know what you think. And he's on FaceTime. He said, the name is... So lovato and I'm like,
0: <laughs> again,
1: joy is falling out of my face,
0: liquid joy,
1: liquid joy out of my eyes, <laughs> which is the story of my life.
0: My favorite part of Michael, <laughs> and I would expect zero different. Yeah, I remember last year when I was uh, working yeah. with you guys for eight hours.
1: He said. I think about. It. I think he said, I don't hate it.
0: I hate it. And I was <laughs> like,
1: okay, bro, account- okay. like that's a positive. We'll that's take that. We'll
0: cut. take that for now. <laughs> Sleep <laughs> on it.
1: He's
0: like,
1: no, I like <laughs> it. I like no, I
0: hate
1: that. I like I it. I was like, all right, cool. All right, I'll call you later. Love you, bye. (laughs) And then we're all sitting here at this table like, oh my God, but then we're like Googling Solovato to make sure it's not taken, it's not a wine, which it was not. but it, I, I,
0: so you I was, named the babies. No, I named I named you the babies. But, but I only was able to put a name to it based again on how you all make us feel, and and and, and then what I loved about it even more is how you and Michael really think about the wine. Like you hope the wine is uplifting to people in the food that they pair it with, right? In the Good times that they're spending with friends or family. That it, it is this experience. We want it to be uplifted. Right? Yeah. And so it has multiple meanings to it, which it I think it does. Because
1: like when you Google it and you look at like the dictionary it's definition, like joyful and uplifted are the first two. But then one of the things that really resonated with me is relieved or no longer worried. Oh and coming out of fire, losing everything, rebuilding, being back in our new home, looking forward. It's beautiful. Talk about being relieved and no longer worried. And if I had to tell people like in one word, they're like, what is solavato I'll always lead with uplifted or joyful. But if I can really take the time to explain it, it's the third line and the fourth line of the definition when it says relieved and no longer worried, where I'm like, yeah, yeah. I don't remember the exact timing, I was either getting ready to move to California or shortly thereafter I read a story in Wine Spectator Magazine about a wine brand called Costa Brown. Two guys, last name, Costa and Brown, Sonoma County, Oh yeah. one of them is a server, one of them is a psalm. These guys have a dream of making wine. They save all their tips from working the restaurant in an envelope, and when they have enough in the envelope, they buy their first ton of grapes and do a custom crush. Same thing that we do. Pinot Noir, Cost Brown Pinot Noir, and that wine—I don't think it was the first vintage, but maybe the second or the third—becomes the wine of the year on the cover of Wine Spectre in a magazine. Wine they since of the have year. sold the brand. Now they have their own brands that have stemmed off of that. But I remembered that story about saving the tip money in the envelope, which is what I did. So when we bought our first half a ton of grapes in 2019 from Joe Ramazzotti. There was an envelope from all the wonderful generosity of people who I had done wine tastings and tours with who were very kind at the end and said, thank you. And that went in the envelope. And that's how I purchased the first half a ton. And now that we're making like four and five and six tons a year, there's not a big enough envelope for that. But I love the sentiment of it that that's, it was almost in a way like, um, unofficial crowdfunding yeah, kickstarter yeah. of this kindness of people yeah, and I would two tell two people two it's going in the
0: envelope yeah. it's kind of cool right because whether they remember it or not right like what you've done was built off the kindness of others yep. That's it.
1: Yeah. so now we just finished year five so that was 19 Nine one barrel of wine yeah
0: 2020
1: 20, two barrels 2021, three barrels, which we're bottling at the end of this month, November 2023, when we're recording this, we are bottling 75 cases, three barrels.
0: 2022,
1: I have four barrels aging that we'll bottle next year. And all my babies from 2023, we just finished the harvest before I came on this trip, we'll have seven barrels of wine, which is about... Over 200 cases of white
0: so you're introducing though, something more than just the Sangiovese, right so yes so, so tell us about that okay so for
1: 2023 we of course made Sangiovese basing from joe ramazzotti's vineyard hopefully if we're lucky we will always make that that is the staple of our portfolio that is who we are that is how we got started but we added to it Grenache, which is a a lighter red grape, Spanish origin, and then Petit Syrah, which is a very bold red wine. And here comes the relationship piece again. The Petit Syrah was made available to us because that crazy little house that I first lived in on the mountain when I lived here in 2012 was adjacent to a wonderful winery. Since then, Robert Keenan Winery has acquired adjacent property where I used to live that has vines And, and I am now they have sold us a ton through relationship and conversation it was not the plan but it was presented to us and we were like yeah we want to do that I looked at those vines literally out my bedroom window for three years when I moved to California and didn't know a single person and didn't know what I was doing, and didn't know anything, and those were the vines I saw at my bedroom window, how do you not say, yeah, I'm gonna make wine from that? It's
0: a freaking full 360, I mean, come on.
1: We have funded this and grown this yeah. one barrel at a time, and this year, three barrels at a time, to be where we are. So we're excited to expand the portfolio and have some different things, different price points, so that more people can enjoy it,
0: it's very exciting. It is very exciting. Well, I hope your listeners, for those that may not know a little bit about your background, I, I hope they enjoy learning about your journey. Because, like I said, it is um, it's quite amazing, and I think especially when you when you think about following a dream. The dreams can come true, right? It's I mean, true. True. and I, and I, and I think it, it is. It's just a, a wonderful testament to when somebody puts their mind to something and puts something out there, they can create something really amazing. So I. I I hope your listeners continue on the journey with you because there's so much more to come. I have so much to share. (laughs) So much more to share. So much more to share. Thank you for
1: doing this. I knew that I needed to share about who I am but I didn't want to be just me on a microphone. Like I thought it would be more natural to just have someone who's known me well and supported me and followed the journey to uncover those things for the listener. So thank you for being up for it. Now I got to like vibe you this sushi dinner, but whatever, it's like well worth it for it, uh, your time and your interviewing skills. It's,
0: it's my pleasure. It's my pleasure. Cheers. So proud of you.
1: I love you guys. Cheers, Thank
0: cheers.
1: you. So, there you have it. I hope you enjoyed learning a little bit more about yours truly. And if you'd like to try either of the awesome wines that I ordered while at Dragonfly, you can click on the link in the show notes here for the Terra Noble Chile Sauvignon Blanc, as well as the Penner Ash Pinot Noir. They're both available through wine.com through shipping. Um, And if you'd like to try our wine, Solovato, now that you know how it came to be and how it was named... We'll put that link in the show notes as well. We have just a little bit left of the 2020 at the time of this recording, but the 2021 vintage should be available through most of uh, 2024, and we can ship to most states with that as well. If you'd like to fill the envelope, as you heard about, and be one of those kind, generous donors to support the journey, Um, there'll be a link in here for that too. And uh, we appreciate your support and your interest and can't wait to sit with you on the next episode. Cheers. Nikki is hosted by Nikki Lamberti. Production and sound mixing by Katherine Bryan. You can always send your listener questions to Nikki at sipwithnikki.com or find us on the Sip with Nikki Facebook page or visit us on Instagram at Nikki Lamberti. Thanks for listening. We can't wait to sip with you. This is Sip with Nikki, a production of Take 10 Studios.